guess what? If you are listening to this on the day it was posted, today is Christmas Eve. No, we didn't record this on Christmas Eve. It's actually the 23rd right now, but I'm here with Pastor Mike in his office. Hello, Mike. Hello, Connor. And if you're hearing this today, it's going up. It's Christmas Eve. You might have some uh, family celebrations today. You might be coming to the service this afternoon. Uh, we're excited. We are excited. We're we can't excited. wait. Under the tent or live stream, whatever right. way you're going to join us. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a good time together. Mm -hmm. And so, candles, if you're here in hey. person, you get to hold a candle. I remember when I was a little kid, Connor, that we would go to these candlelight Christmas services and you know, I didn't know really the gospel or anything like that. You know, I was pretty sincere and stuff. But what I loved at Christmas Eve was they would hand me, a rambunctious, hyperactive little boy, yeah. a candle that they would light up. And I would. we were outdoors, mm -hmm. but I would be playing with the wax. And I would be, oh, it was the best. I got to hold a, a live a flame. Oh, yeah. my goodness. It's a bad idea in hindsight. <laughs> well, you know, I never blew anything up. I never yeah, lit anyone good. on fire. That's you know good. what I'm saying? I'm here today. There you go. No burns. Yeah. Survived it. Yeah. Survived, yes. Well, that's happening. Oh, wait, one more thing. One yeah, more yeah, thing. yeah. So when Michael, my our son, was really little, we were at my former church, the church that you came from, and Bible church, and uh, <laughs> we were indoors at, at the Christmas Eve service, and they did the candles, and me and my brother-in-law, Michael, we're all Michael, so me, my brother-in-law, Michael, my son, Michael, and my brother-in-law and I are standing there side by side, and, my, and Michael is between us. And he's holding his candle and he's kind of messing with it and holding it too high. And he's little, yeah. he's a little guy. Yeah. And there was a gal in front of us with this, the big, kind of the big hair with, the with hair like spray. hairspray on it. <laughs> and me and my brother-in-law, we were like, kept like, Michael, back up a little bit because we're going to light this lady up. Yeah, and all is well. Nobody got lit on fire. But that was a moment. That's I still funny. remember. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully no one's hair gets lit on fire tomorrow. Uh, no, no, we're praying not. I hope not. Yeah, it's going to be a great time out of the 10th, though. Tonight, tonight. So, what's that? Tonight. Oh, oh, yeah, tonight. That's right, tonight <laughs> for everyone listening. Yes. Okay, well, we want to keep this one short and sweet. We know you probably have things going on on Christmas Eve, but the real, the kind of theme banner of today is just, how do you, I'm going to say it this way, how do we make the most of Christmas this year? Okay, so my answer comes from the Word of God. And if you look at Luke chapter 2 and, and verse 11, it's, it's really the triumphant indicative here, okay? For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, mm -hmm. okay? The angel has said to the angels, fear not, behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. This triumphant indicative, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Mm -hmm. it's, that's how you magnify the Lord and enjoy the Lord at Christmas. And what's embedded in here is some awesome news. First and foremost, you celebrate God's salvation in Christ. Mm -hmm. You notice that it's a Savior who is Christ Lord. You have Savior, Christ, and Lord. And later on in here, they name him Jesus on the eighth <laughs> day, verse 21, the name that was given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. So you've got all these names that are just pregnant with meaning, right? It's cool. filled with meaning. The Savior, the Messiah, the Deliverer, the Lord, uh, the Sovereign Lord of the universe that we are to follow and obey. So first, celebrate God's salvation by following Jesus, which mm -hmm. means you obey him. Mm -hmm. That's the first part. I think the second part is really simple. It's participate. Don't just celebrate the salvation and, and obey and follow the Lord, but participate in his mission. If you're going to obey him and follow him, you're going to be involved very deeply and very engagingly in the mission of Christ, which is getting the gospel out to all people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Right on. I know you're, well... Today, in the tonight, tonight, I'll be preaching be this. Preaching you know, that. I'll be yeah. preaching this. Well, you know, it's interesting what happens after this passage in Luke 2, 15 to 20. 
The angels go away from the shepherds back into heaven, and the shepherds say to each other, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They're acknowledging God and his sovereignty. They went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Now, these are all very familiar words to us, right? When they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning the child. They went out and engaged in the mission. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. Hmm. And even Mary, Mary's hearing these things. She's treasuring these things up, pondering them in her heart. Hmm. And, And what do the shepherds do? They return glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard as had been told them. Yeah. What'd they go do? Go tell. Yeah. They go tell. Go tell it on the mountain, right? Totally, yeah. Get, Get you up on a high hill. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a question. I think a lot of people maybe would be thinking through this right now. Christmas can be one of the only, well, maybe not the only times of the year, but time when you're with family, maybe mm-hmm. a lot of unbelieving family. Yes. Um, I know it's a kind of complicated question, but do you even, even just today, Christmas Eve, do you have any counsel for people who are thinking, how can I be a good witness for the Lord right now as I'm with that uncle, that aunt, my own parents, a brother or sister who doesn't know the Lord? Yes, it starts in your heart. First of all, it starts in your heart. Like you just said, like the, you're asking the question. It's a great thing. You're asking the question, how can I be? You and I are both doing this. Everyone's doing it. If you're a Christian, how can I be a good witness amongst my, my believing and unbelieving yeah, family, yeah, friends, and relatives, said. right? Mm-hmm. So basically, it starts in your heart. You worship the Lord. You obey him. And then it goes out into your mouth and the words that you choose to say, your actions, right? And so I would say you want to live it right. But what I would give the challenge is, and this is where many of us stop short, we don't speak the gospel good news as clearly as we would want to or as we would, as we ought to. Yeah. And what I mean by that is you don't have to contrive it or force it, but if you love Jesus and you're following Christ and you're obeying him, why not tell people? Hmm. And especially if you know they're not a believer, like you might be sitting there with a cousin or a relative and and you're just sitting there and, you know, and, and talking or, or even on a uh, Zoom call or a phone call or whatever. And just um, why not jump in with, you know, here's what Jesus means to me. Hmm. I, I'm so thankful for God sending Jesus to be the Savior of the world. I'm so thankful that he is Christ the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that means that I follow him with my life. I, I, I surrendered my soul to him. And I want to obey what he says. Where do you stand with that? Yeah. And I yeah. asked someone that the other day. I met someone here on campus that That's was right. looking for something. And, yeah, yeah. and I just said, well, you know, here's what I believe. And, and, and where do you stand with that? Mm. And I think that's a great leading question. You can come up with whatever you want. But, you know, to ask someone a question and they could say, well, I would prefer not to say. Well, let's go talk about something else then. You know, we're not going to force it. Mm. But well, what do you think about that? What do you, who do you, what do you think about Jesus? Or where do you stand with, with Christ? Yeah. Do you believe yeah. in him? You know, yeah. it's Christmas time. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus. Do you believe in Jesus? You know, mm-hmm. I think to kind of go straight to them with that, especially if they already know you're a Christian, why not talk about what they already know is true about you? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And just open up the conversation. Yeah. That's super helpful. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'll be praying, seriously, all the listeners, for me. we should pray for each other. Pray for Connor and I That's as right. we go spend time with family. And again, even if you're with all believers, lift up Christ. Yeah. You know, celebrate Christ's salvation by obeying him and following him, but then participate in his mission by getting the gospel out to as many people as you can. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point about being among believers, too, because there's, I mean, there's a chance that even a house full of believers mm-hmm. could still miss Christ at yes. Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we get too shy, almost reticent to say something. Hmm. 
when we know it's a good thing to do. Like we're all watching a movie, so we don't want to open up the Word and, and have a, a time in the Word. Uh, why not do that before the movie? Or why not do that when there's a break? Or why not do that? Why not do that at the end of the meal or before the meal? Why not take a purposeful time to plan it out? Hmm. And I'll give you one. Um, this Thanksgiving, I was with you know all believers at my house. We had a few family members, a small gathering, and I forgot to do the Thanksgiving devotional that I had intended to do. Hmm. I may, I'm, I'm admitting this to everyone, <laughs> to the ends of the earth. And later I kind of felt bad about it. And I thought, well, I prayed. And I know in my prayer there was a Bible verse. But I had this thing planned in my head that I was going to do to bless the family and those who had gathered. Yeah. And I didn't do I missed that opportunity. But guess what? God's gracious and God's, God's good. Gracious and, and, yeah, and he gives yeah. you another opportunity the next time around. So it just made me more aware. Hmm. So next time, be more intent. And uh, don't beat yourself up if you forget in a moment. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, you know, life is built on a lot of different moments. You know, it's interesting what what J. Gresham Machen said way back when. You got to look him up, okay? M-A-C-H-E-N, J. Gresham Machen. He said that Christianity is based on a piece of information. I love that. Hmm. I just love that. Christianity is based on a piece of information. Well, that piece of information is God's salvation in Jesus Christ. Absolutely. The most important information totally. you can give out. Totally. So if you think about it, celebrate that information and participate in getting that information out. Amen. Yeah. That's exactly right. I was just talking with someone, yes, two days ago about all this. And we came back to this question. You know, it really all, it all comes down to what do you do with Jesus? You know, this it guy's does. not a believer, but it's all about yeah. what do you do with Jesus? And we were talking about how does someone move from this place of not believing in Jesus to, to believing in him? And I was just, I was saying to him, you know, it's all about just letting Jesus in the New Testament get up all in your, you know, in your face. In your grill. And, yeah, in your grill. And you're confronted well, yeah, with absolutely. this man who claimed to be God and who lived this extraordinary life, died, rose again. These, these oh, claims yeah. are it's so larger true. than life, you know, and it's because it's God in the flesh. It's so true. You know what's interesting about that? A lot of people will say, but I've got these friends and relatives that are so intellectual and they just have all these questions and they can't get past it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember one of my seminary profs told me, mid-80s, I remember he told me this. He said, told the whole class, he said, "What you can't argue anyone into the kingdom of God. So you're not going to argue them into becoming a Christian. That's okay, right. there's that. But you do want to make a good argument for the gospel, meaning you want to give it clear. But when someone rejects Christ, it's never on intellectual grounds. It's always on moral grounds. That's right. It's always because there's a moral issue. They do not want to turn from their sin. They might put the smoke screen up and say, mm -hmm. oh, all my questions didn't get answered. I'm not going to yep. do this. Yep. But what they're doing is they're saying no to Jesus on moral grounds yep. because he is telling them in the word, in the gospel, you need to turn from your sins and turn to me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. All right. Well, I think we're going to bring this plane in for a landing. Do you have any final words to us this Christmas Eve? I do. Take that piece of information about Jesus Christ, about God's salvation in Jesus Christ. And celebrate it by following Christ and obeying him. And then participate in the mission of that piece of information. The, the mission of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is take the gospel. As Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples yeah. of all nations. Yeah. Teaching them to obey everything I command. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lo, I'm with you always, even He's to the end us. of the age, right? Yeah. So look, think about it. You make disciples. You baptize them. You teach them to obey Jesus. And then you have the assurance Jesus is with us mm -hmm. to the end of the age. He's, he's always with us. Amen. Emmanuel. Amen. Yeah. Awesome. Listeners at home, we love you. Merry Christmas. We hope you have a great time 
uh, worshiping the Lord today and tomorrow, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great day.